Hello and welcome to the first episode of What Happened Gaming Edition. I am your host Tyler Callahan and this is where I go over the latest gaming news and topics. Now this podcast is starting at the biggest time of the year for games, E3. E3 is the yearly event where gamers get to see the latest updates and announcements from the industry. Now this year is a bit different with no Sony because they really don't have anything new to announce due to the PS5 next year. So since there is a lot of news, there will be two episodes going over this. This first one will be going over Xbox and Bethesda. And the second episode will go over the rest including Square Enix, Ubisoft, and Nintendo. I will also be naming a top 3 best of E3 at the end of that episode. With all of that out of the way, let's go over some of the news from Xbox. Xbox started off with a trailer for The Outer Worlds, a game by Obsidian who joined the Xbox Game Studio last year. Looks interesting and it does come out this October. Also, while this is being made by an Xbox studio now, it is coming to PS4 as it was already in development before they were bought. Ninja Theory, which also joined the Xbox Game Studio last year, showed off their latest game called Bleeding Edge. The trailer they showed, it was a 4v4 melee combat game with a hero style, as in each character has their own unique moves. No official release date was announced for it, but a technical alpha does start later this month. Mojang is finally making another game besides Minecraft called Minecraft Dungeons. You didn't think they'd really leave Minecraft yet, did you? Well, Minecraft Dungeons, which seems to be a Diablo-style game with up to a four-player support, both online and co-op, comes out next February. Not gonna lie, haven't played Minecraft in a few years. I'm kinda interested in this. A new Microsoft Flight Simulator is in the works with the trailer showing off some amazing visuals in 4K and will be coming to both PC and Xbox, which I think is a first. Another PC game headed to Xbox is Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. Speaking of PC, Xbox Game Pass for PC was launched with a beta open right now. For $9.99 a month, there are 100 games for gamers to download and play on their PC, including Metro Exodus, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and others. It has also been added to the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for no extra cost. So for $14.99 per month, you get Xbox Live Gold, Game Pass, and Game Pass for PC. That is a really good deal. There were also third-party game announcements as well, a lot of them from Bandai Namco. These include a new Tales game called Tales of Arise, the latest game from From Software called Elden Ring, the one where George R. R. Martin was developing the lore for. Then we got another trailer for the new Dragon Ball game called Dragon Ball Kakarot, which the more I see, the less I like. Look, I love Dragon Ball games, but right now this game looks like, to be once again, retelling of the Z Saga with amazing graphics, which at this point is boring. Now, if they included the super arcs as well, then I'd be more interested. Like, let's say I got to fight multiple battles in the Tournament of Power. That would be cool. So right now, for that game, I really need to see more info before I get at all excited. The Coalition showed off Gears 5 with a trailer and talking about the new game mode called Escape. They also, once again, showed off Gears Pop, which is set to come out by the end of the summer. And no word of Gears Tactics. Which is a shame, that was another game I was looking forward to. There's no new Forza game this year. Most likely, Forza 8 will be with uh, the new Xbox next year. Instead, though, there is a crossover expansion for Forza Horizon 4 with LEGO Speed Champions, which actually looks pretty funny. It's going for the same style as the Hot Wheels crossover with Forza Horizon 3. Going over Xbox as a whole, Phil Spencer talked about xCloud, Xbox's game streaming service, which will be starting this fall. Unlike Google's service, xCloud allows users to stream from either a data center or their own Xbox if they have one. I look forward to this, but I need some more details. Like, I would assume I cannot stream disc-based games, and how much would the service cost? Phil also talked again about the new Xbox console right now called Project Scarlet. There are not too many details except that it would be very powerful and get hit 120 frames per second in 8K resolution. Though heads up, 
Not most games will hit 8K, maybe 4K, but not 8K. Hell, there's barely any 8K TVs out right now. Now, obviously, you know, three, four years down the line, 8K will be more available, but still. It'll also be coming out holiday 2020, which, again, based on the last few Xboxes, means November. Then to finish up, they showed off another trailer for Halo Infinite, which will also be launching with Project Scarlet next year. The trailer was great, and overall, the games they showed off were good, but honestly, Xbox failed to knock it out of the park, especially with Sony not there. They should have had some crazy first-party announcements, even if the games were not ready for another two years. I think the issue here is that waiting for the next console is what's putting these announcements on hold. It's the same reason why Sony's not there. Yeah, they could announce God of War 2, Horizon 2, but if those games are mostly for the PS5, then they can't announce it just yet. When you show off a game, you want to show it off at the best. So, take Horizon 2, for example. Yeah, it might be available for PS4, but they want to show off how good it looks, which would mean PS5, but they haven't officially showed it off yet. Also, I was really disappointed in the lack of gameplay trailers. I kind of wish there was more of that. So overall, a good show, but not the amazing one that it should have been. Next up is Bethesda, which had a bit of an underwhelming press conference. But that was to be expected with Starfield and Elder Scrolls 6 skipping this year. They talked about the elephant in the room with Fallout 76, explaining that they messed up, but with Todd Howard and not directly apologizing. Anyway, there's a big update coming in the fall that will add new quests and human NPCs, finally. Also, to get people to give this game a chance, from June 10th to the 17th, there's a free trial of Fallout 76, as well as trying out the new Battle Royale mode for the game called Nuclear Winter. Elder Scrolls was talked about with Blades and Elder Scrolls Online. Blades is getting an update with new jobs and a new arena. The game will also be soon available on the Switch as well, and there will be cross-progression. So if you haven't been playing on your phone, you can just switch to your Switch. For Elder Scrolls Online, they showed a new trailer for their latest DLC and announced that the next DLC is called Dragon Holt. There's also a new expansion pack for the card game Elder Scrolls Legends. Rage 2 was talked about with a new DLC announced, including new vehicles in the mech. And a trailer was showed off for the next Wolfenstein called Wolfenstein Youngblood, which comes out next month. Then we got some new game announcements. The first was from Tango Gameworks, and it's called Ghostwire Tokyo, which is a kind of horror game. It is hard to explain, so I do recommend watching the trailer. The second game is from Arcane Studios, the makers of Dishonored, with Deathloop. Again, it is easier to watch the trailer than to explain it, but it does have the style of the Dishonored games, just in a new setting. Both of these did not have any release date of any kind, so it is safe to assume they'd be coming out at late 2020 at the earliest, if most likely 2021. Xbox was not the only one to talk about streaming technology. Bethesda talked about theirs with Orin. Now, it is not a streaming service. However, it is software developed to help streaming services run and save money for developers and customers. To show off the software, they played a bit of Doom with max settings, and they were able to hit 60 frames per second. Speaking of Doom, finally Bethesda ended the event with Doom Eternal, which is their big game for the fall. They showed off a gameplay demo going over some of the new changes as well as announcing a new multiplayer mode for the game where players can play it as the Doom Slayer and as the Demons and will be coming out November 22nd. The demo was great and the multiplayer definitely sounds better than what was in the previous game, which kind of just tried to be a mix of Halo and Call of Duty. Well, so far this E3 has been lacking, which, while it was expected due to the year before the new consoles come out, I was hoping that would not be the case. For Bethesda, they were fine because they already said Elder Scrolls and Starfield would not be there, and having their other studios announce new IPs was a good way to cover that. Really, I'm just more disappointed with Xbox, as very little gameplay was shown or more details in general, from the next Xbox to Halo and even Gears of War. As of now, it looks like Sony was smart to skip this year because they definitely would not have much to show. Like, oh, here's a trailer for Death Stranding, which they released anyway. Uh, here's a new trailer for Last of Us 2, maybe a release date. Same with Ghost of Tsushima, and 
Yeah, that'd probably be it. Maybe uh, the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC, whatever. But again, that wouldn't have been enough for a conference. Well, that is it for the first episode of What Happened Gaming Edition. Again, the next one, I will go over Ubisoft, Square Enix, and Nintendo, and give my personal best of E3. What are your favorite games from E3 so far? Let me know on Instagram, at Tyler Callahan Media. Thank you for listening. See you next time.